Welcome to episode number eight, Company Structure. This is Value Investor TV podcast. My name is Beko and Hari. Today in this episode, we're going to talk about what what is what makes a company. Uh, what is the structure of a company? We'll talk about board of directors. We talk about we'll talk about the officers and their functions. But before we do that, let's do a quick reminder of what we talked about in the previous episode, episode number seven. We talked about different types of industries, the marketplace. We also talked about different life cycles of a business and how that affects how we think about individual businesses and how we analyze them as an investor. With that, let's move on to our topic for this episode, company structure. So the first thing we want to talk about is the board of directors. You know, this is board of directors aren't really in the media very much. You know, a lot of times people focus on the CEO, the C-suite, as people say, CEO, COO. They're the ones who get the most credit. But behind the the C-suite, behind the leadership of a company, there is what's called board of directors. And it's a hidden force, but it's a very powerful force on, on governance of the company. So tell us, Hari, what is, what is board of directors, their functions, who has a seat on the board, um, tell us about that. Yeah, so, <clears throat> you know, the reason that you should care about this is that a lot of people don't pay attention to, to the board of directors. Um, you know, I certainly have in the past, you know, not paid attention to it. But the reason that it's so important is that the board is the one that is responsible for making sure that the CEO, the COO, you know, the executives at the company do their job, right? So they are tasked and they call it you know fiduciary responsibility with maximizing shareholder value right and so you know it's pretty hard for them to you know to get convicted of you know wrongdoing and so on but you know for the most part you know their focus is you know is is to do this and so you should care about it because they should have the the you know the alignment with you as the shareholder to do that, you know, to, to, to support your interests, right? So what are your interests as a shareholder? Well, your interests are maximizing the amount of money that you make, right? As we talked about several episodes ago, companies exist to make a profit. The board of directors is what oversees making sure that you maximize that profit, right? And so that means that um, the board is appointed by the shareholders by a vote, right? And so that vote is what... Um, determines who gets on the board uh, and you know it depending on the company they may be on there for two years uh, or three years uh, or five years depending on how they you know it's all based on you know the company's bylaws and you can read this in an annual report and it'll tell you all that information yeah or even then I mean even that you know, even the annual report digging into that is very good but if you just go to the website right IR dot whatever investor dot the company name dot com yeah, you'll be able to find the board of directors on there. <clears throat> and and so typically the way it works is, you know, they they try to have some people who are on the board because they are um knowledgeable about the industry. Some of them are on this um, you know, because they are have a financial background and they you know, serve um an audit purpose, you know, to audit the books, make sure that the finances are are reported accurately to the SEC. Uh, you know, and then there are other people on the board who, you know, who's, uh, you know, they're, they have a technology background, you know, for a tech company, or maybe they're, uh, you know, and so they serve a sp specific purpose for, a, a, you know, a, a company. 
And, you know, the thing is, the board, you may serve on a board of directors for one or two years, and then that your purpose for, you know, uh, may change. And so you may be moved off of the board because you're, you're not needed anymore, right? For example, if you're transitioning a company into something, you know, new industry or, uh, you know, you're changing the way that you're doing stuff, you may have, you know, a couple people that are brought on and they stay there for a, a short amount of time. Um you know, and then there's there are some people who are tasked with actually dis- determining how much the CEO, COO, and other executives get paid, mm-hmm. uh, and what are their compensation packages. So if they hit certain targets, you know they they meet certain criteria, they go go forward. And so you said, well, you know that sounds boring, and why why should I care? You know, and and all that. Well, th- you know the thing is is that. If these people are basically proxies for you, right, you as an owner of this business would want to determine certain things. Um, You want the CEO to be paid based on performance, right? And you want them to be incentivized to see the share price go up, to make better, um, you know, uh, decisions for the business long term and so on. So when you start looking at uh, compensation, you know, think about it this way. Let's say that um, for our business, you know, Hot Dog Inc., we have a board of directors, and I am the CEO, and I hire all of these people, and they're all my lackeys, right? And so I, you know, I tell them, hey, you come work for me, you do, you know, I'll give you a sweet salary, you know, to be on this board of directors, and um, you just basically say yes to everything I, I, I ask for. And if you do that, what what do you think is going to happen? Well, the natural incentive for the board at that point is to well this is a sweet gig i'm getting paid you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year i'm just going to say whatever the guy tells me to and collect a nice paycheck and you know these guys have great sandwiches at their you know at their board meetings so fantastic right you know and and that's what you come in for now if you think about it the other way now let's say i have a board where they're appointed to the board because they own a large percentage of the shares of the company, right? If I'm an investor in that business and I'm investing alongside people who also own a share of the business, right? The people who own a share of the business are going to be incentivized the same way I am, right? And they're going to want to see that the CEO does the right thing because their money is on the line in that case. And so when you start looking at this, you start seeing that the board has such an important responsibility. Now, a lot of companies that are publicly traded don't have a board that is full of people who invested money. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You know, and, and so some some of the officers of that business, for them, it's just a job and it's just a paycheck. And, you know, they get a paycheck, they move on to the next, you know, place, screw that one up, and then they keep going, you know, uh, rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. So what you want to p- pay attention to is, yeah, it's nice that they have all of the titles and that they have the right people, but what is their underlying incentive to make sure that you are uh, doing the right thing? So let me give you a great example of this and, and to tell you why this is such an important thing. There's an oil and gas company that had, um, you know, in two, 2012, 13, you know, the price of oil was $130 a barrel, right? So they go to the CEO and say, we are going to base your compensation on the number of barrels that you produce. And so at $130 a barrel, the more oil you produce, the more money we make. Fantastic. 
so the the CEO who is incentivized to do that was pumping oil like crazy. Then the uh, you know the price of oil drops to thirty dollars a barrel, uh, you know, and the the C, what does the CEO do? He doesn't care about uh, what you know. And at thirty dollars a barrel, they're not making any money, right? They're actually losing money on every barrel of oil they produce. What does the CEO do? CEO continues to pump oil as fast as he can. Why? Well, because the CEO doesn't own any shares in the company. He doesn't really care about what the business does because his compensation is purely linked to how much money he gets from, you know, for how many barrels of oil he produces. So, you know, <clears throat> you know, Charlie Munger talks about this a lot. And, you know, the, he says the power of incentives are, you know, are something that you should pay a lot of attention to uh, because they are, you know, they dictate a lot of behavior in the way that companies and, you know, CEOs operate in companies. And if you are looking at a business that is largely just, you know, telling their CEO, hey, pump barrels of oil, regardless of the price of oil, we don't care how much money you make, you know, you know, how much profit we make. Right. The CEO is going to do going to look out for himself or herself first. Right. Always. Now, if the CEO owned shares in the company, the board owned shares in the company, they would never come up with a compensation plan like that. Right. And so that tells you kind of where everybody's focused in the, in that business. Mm -hmm. And that's something that you, you really should pay attention to. Cause I think I can't stress that enough companies that have heavy insider ownership, the CEO, the board of directors own bunches of shares in the company that tells you that they have a heavy vested interest in what happens to the money that they get, you know, um, as an investment. Yeah. A lot, to, a lot to unpack there. A lot of, uh, a lot of good materials in there. So, board of directors. Let's just quickly recap what Hari talked about. So board of directors. You know, they're assemblage of people who, who have special knowledge about the industry, or who have invested a huge chunk of money into the company, or a lot of times the executive officers of the company. We'll talk about officers. The difference between officers and 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 directors in a bit, but executive officers, CEOs, will sometimes, will oftentimes be on the board. But their primary objective is the fiduciary uh, responsibility. Their legal obligation to maximize shareholder return. And and just to just to recap what shareholders are, they're basically equity holder of the company. We talked about debt and equity. So if you invest in the company as an equity holder, so if you purchased a stock in return for some, you know, in return for the cash that you you give to the company, you're an equity holder in the company. And so board of directors is looking out for you, the shareholders, people who own, who own equity share in the company. And, uh, and Hari mentioned it, the board of directors serves very different functions, various different functions, so auditing, governance, finance, compensation. And these different roles are oftentimes partitioned into different committees. So board of directors will have, board of directors will have audit committee, Compensation committee, finance committees, et cetera, et cetera. And those committees will have people who will specialize in those areas to be the committee committee uh, lead, committee chairman of that, of that committee. But what's really important to understand and take away in this discussion is that the, C, the, that the board of directors lay out the incentive plan for the, for the operators, the CEOs of the company. So as Hari mentioned, the great example of the oil and gas company you know, pumping oil, number of barrels, you know, regardless of the profit, that shows you 
the power of board of directors and why investors like you and I need to understand the incentive structures and who make up the board of directors. Very, very important to th- important topic. And like Hari said, can't emphasize this enough. And as I mentioned earlier, board of directors are often kind of shrugged off as this entity that no one, no one really cares about, but it's very, it's so important. Yep. So, um, we talked about operators, the officers. So, tell us about that. What is their function, and how is it? How are they different from the board of directors? Yeah. So, you know, you typically think about officers in the company. You know, the the people, the one people most notably, you know, most commonly heard of publicly is the CEO, the mm-hmm. chief executive officer, right? And so, their chief executive officers. Um, you know, responsibility is to run the run the business, right? All aspects of the business, everybody reports up to the CEO. And so ultimately the CEO is responsible for how is the business's execution occurring, right? And if the board doesn't like how the CEO is, is, is doing things, they, you know, remove the CEO and get a new one. Um, you know, and you have other officers in the in the business too, the chief operating officer who's you know manages the day-to-day operations of the business makes sure that you know the uh <clears throat> the right people are in the right place you know that kind of thing uh h- how is the business you know from an operational standpoint you know is it running smoothly um there's a CFO who's making sure that the financials are in place uh they may raise money for the business uh they may oversee the um the audit uh, of you know of the business, so they work with a auditing firm, prepare the accounting, the financials, and so on. You know, and you may have you know depending on the industry. If you know you're in the medical industry, you may have a C- chief medical officer, chief uh, technology officer, uh, chief information officer. Every every business has this, and a lot of companies now hire tech people, even if they're not a traditionally a tech business, just to support their you know the technology you know, uh, uh, initiatives in that business. Mm -hmm. And then you go a little one step down and you have vice presidents or presidents of, you know, various, you know, departments. And, you know, in some places that, that, you know, there may be multiple, multiple layers. They may have regional CEOs. They may have regional, um, you know, you know, district, you know, I mean, and, and so this bureaucracy can kind of be, you know, depending on the size of the business and so on. So, you know, the the thing that's important here is that ultimately it all rolls up to the chief executive officer of the whole company, the COO of the whole company and so on. And what ends up happening with those uh those titles is that if the board sees that the company is and this is how it's supposed to work and it doesn't necessarily always work this way, uh is that the board is unhappy with the officers, they remove the officers and appoint new ones. Or in the case of, you know, there's criminal activity or there is a, uh, you know, there's a, you know, something, you know, they're unhappy with the, you know, the performance or, um, you know, there's, you know, for example, the CFO may be removed uh, from their office if there's problems with the SEC and financial reporting, you know, so, um, or, you know, they may resign on their own just because they're going to get fired, you know, so th- those are the kind of things that you kind of have to see as a company, right, mm-hmm. as you know, you have to fill in these titles and these people oversee that. Yeah. So w- why this is important is that you you oftentimes find that, 
you know, the, the story of how the CEO got to that position, right? Did they fa- found the company and then they're running it, the day-to-day operations of the company, uh, and they own a big chunk of this, the business, so their incentives are aligned with you. It's the same with the board of directors, right? Whereas you get a lot of companies that have existed for a long time, the CEO doesn't own any shares in the company, and they're just kind of a hired gun kind of situation. You know, their incentives are different from you know, the person who owns the business. Uh, and then you get in, into situations where you have the chairman of the, 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 the board of directors who's also the CEO of the company. And this is actually quite frequent when the owner of the business, the, the majority owner, or, you know, they can appoint themselves to the board of directors and to the CEO title. And so in that case, they cannot be removed because they're the ones with all the votes, mm-hmm. right? So... You know, in in terms of ownership, those people are going to do what's best for the shareholders because they are a shareholder themselves. Right. And so that's kind of how you want to pay attention to this stuff. You know, for example, Jeff Bezos is the chairman and CEO of Amazon. He founded the company. He owns a huge chunk of the shares. You know, there's no reason to remove him He's if he's doing a fantastic job. He also reports to himself, basically. Um, and he owns because he owns a lot of shares in the company. He's going to focus on what is best for the company, <clears throat> you know. And if you think about it that way, then you you can say that it is okay if the chairman is also the CEO of the of the business. But you know, when you don't have a big stake, a financial stake, and you know, I, you could make the argument Jeff Bezos has ninety nine percent of his plus of his net worth is tied up in his yeah. Amazon stock, right? So he would do nothing to you know, reduce his, you know, his net worth. I mean, he's going to focus on what it takes to improve his his own, uh, you know, standing. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about it that way too, as the owner of a business or I, I'm buying shares in, in a company. What is the CEO and the chairman's role and how do they, you know, how do they exist together? Mm-hmm. Are they the same person? Are they different people? And, you know, how did that, how does that relate to the officers? You know, are they going to appoint lackeys that are just going to do what what you know they think uh the ceo wants them to do or are they going to do the thing that's right for the business right yeah so that's a very important topic right there the operators the the executive officers they uh they're appointed by the board of directors to run the business and their incentives are set by the board of directors by the uh, by the committee within the board of directors but what's important to realize is their incentive structure and all of this information by the way it's available if it's a publicly traded company their incentive package for the board of directors incentive package for executive officers ceos coos they're all publicly available so you can take a look at how much you know does jeff bezos own uh, in, in amazon.com stock you can t- you can check that out and whatever companies you want to analyze whatever company you want to own you should check that out and it, like I said, it's all available uh, on uh, on publicly available uh, documents filed to SEC. But you know, can't emphasize this enough. Very important. Board of directors and executive officers. We want we want to invest in companies that have that have board and officers who have skin in the game. At the end of the day, they we want we want to make sure that they are are in alignment with us. As outside investors, yep, very very important topic. And and just to touch on the last point that Hari mentioned, you know, a lot of times people 
a lot of times the founders or a lot of times people who uh, start the company or have been a significant part of the company, they become they become CEOs and CEOs and chairman. Uh, they they would they would have both uh, titles in the officer rank, but also in the board rank too, and that time that's sometimes good, but can sometimes lead to a terrible outcome. So, gotta gotta keep that in mind as you're analyzing these different companies. So that's it for episode eight. A lot to unpack and a lot to take away. Board of directors and officers and their roles and the incentive alignment that we need to look for. Uh, when you are looking at these uh, these things. Well, thank you all for joining us on episode number eight, Company Structure. We're moving ahead full steam. Uh, so if you like the episode, please uh, subscribe to our channel on YouTube or any other podcast app that you listen to and leave us comments if you have any questions. We would be happy to chat with you all. We'll see you on the next episode, episode number nine. Thank you.